0: I was shocked when Jim Trevaney resigned as a LaSalle Peru boys basketball coach I get it he has young daughters a wife a family but I just wasn't expecting it thought maybe he'd be around forever we're friends so I just got accustomed to going to a game seeing him saying hello having him on the podcast you know things like that so I was just not expecting it but it's time right he put in more than a decade time to do other things But with Trevaney leaving, you know, there was lots of anticipation to who was going to be the next coach at LP. Who was going to take the reins? Well, on Friday, May 8th, it was announced. John Seneca was the next coach. Seneca had been Trevaney's assistant for three years. And previous to the boys' basketball program, he was with the girls' LaSalle-Peru basketball program with Hollis Victory as his assistant. So he has history with LP. Not only that, but John Seneca played at LP, so it makes sense. It's his time. He's excited, and I was excited to talk to him. So we got him on this show, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Episode Two Sixty Five. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. Don't know where you're listening to this episode, but you can check out every single episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcast, and our website, www.rss.com, backslash podcast, that is with an S, it's plural, backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. The socials, you know we're there, Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Twitter, Edge of Your Seat P, podcast was too long to write in there, only got the P, that's all we got, that's all we got. You can also follow my personals. Again, Brandon Lachance, your host. Brandon Lachance on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at Lachance Writer. Lachance is spelled L-A-Chance. That's the easiest way to say it. L-A-Chance Writer. On Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of everything that we're linked to, please like, review, comment, five star, all those things. We really appreciate the love and support all the time, and it helps us move up the rankings to let more people know about Edge of Your Seat Podcast as we shine, highlight all of the amazingness going on here in Illinois. If you have any questions, suggestions, you want to be a guest, you know somebody that would be a good guest, you agree or disagree with anything I say or a guest says, or you'd like to be a sponsor with Edge of Your Seat Podcast please send an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. And always, 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 much love to Brian Cavelli, Cavelli Productions, for the making, the creating of the intro and outro beat that you hear on every single episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, which is brought to you by First State Bank. First State Bank has 19 locations in northern and central Illinois. Great people, great people banking strategies can help you with absolutely everything. I've been banking there since 2011, and I'm not going nowhere. On this episode, 265, Seneca is not our only guest, as we're also joined by St. Bede softball senior, Madeline Torrance, and coach Sean Sons. I broadcast the Class 1A N1 Wethersfield Regional Championship game between the top-seeded Saint Bede Lady Bruins and number four Anawan Weathersfield in Anawan Saturday at eleven o'clock. Today is Tuesday, May twenty-third. So this was Saturday. Was that the twentieth, twenty-first? Let me pull up the calendar right here. It was the twentieth. So on the twentieth, broadcast the game. Saint Bede won twelve nothing in five innings. So now they play today. I'm trying to get this edited and. Released before the game today because they play in their own the class won a Saint Bede Sectional in a semifinal against number three Allwood. Saint Bede trying to get to the sectional championship and even further in the postseason. In addition, on the show, we'll catch up with some postseason on win-lose stat as everything is in full motion now. Girl State track just happened this past weekend. Girl soccer is in the super sectionals. Boys track sectionals happen this weekend as they prepare for this weekend's state meet. Baseball and softball are in sectional semifinals. And the boys tennis sectional happened this past weekend with state this upcoming weekend. So all sports, full motion. We're moving and grooving here in the end of May as summer is right around the corner. Seniors about ready for college. And then the advancement as freshmen become sophomores and sophomores become juniors and the progression of life. It comes fast, furious, and here we are. What also comes fast and furious, here's a pun, is movies. Not those movies, all movies. I do like fast and furious movies though. I've seen just about all of them. I think I've missed the last two. They're good. But in Keep It Rolling, our movie segment where I'll just talk about some movies that I've seen and I got a list. I've watched a lot of movies lately. I kind of go through these moods. I watch a lot of movies and not watch any TV and not play video games. Or I'll play video games and not watch movies or TV shows. Then I'll start binge watching a TV show and I won't watch movies or play games. Well, the cycle that I'm in right now is I'm watching all kinds of movies and not doing the other two things. So we'll discuss some movies and things that I've seen. In other words, this show has a ton of awesomeness. I do say the word awesome a lot because isn't the word awesome just awesome? What is also awesome is Sports Boss Golf, our newest sponsor with Edge of Your Seat podcast. Does your driver need a new grip? Seven iron need a new head? Putter need to be replaced? Want to play a simulator during rainy, cold days? Sports Boss Golf is your one-stop shop for everything golf. Located at 2950 Kane Road in Leland, Sports Boss has over 10,000 used clubs and new clubs for sale. Owner Mark Wright rebuilds, repairs, replenishes the value of every club in his own shop. Want a Callaway? Sports Boss has it. A Betanardi, Bridgestone, Cleveland, Cobra, Exotics, Crank, Mizuno, Odyssey, Puma, Srixon, TaylorMade, Tor Edge, Wilson? Yeah, that's a lot of names. Every single one of those has a partnership with Sports Boss Golf. Every single one of them. Check out Sports Boss Golf Shop on Facebook or call Sports Boss Golf at 815-326-9686 or email sportsboss777 at gmail.com to book simulator time, inquire about repairing or purchasing clubs, and any other golf needs. In this episode's win-lose stat, we're going to stick strictly with track. Girls track, boys track, as girls had their state meet, the last meet of the season. Medals flying everywhere, state championships are flying everywhere, and a lot of them to the schools that we cover. Lots of awesomeness for girls state track. Boys had plenty of sectional winners, advancers, to the state meet, which is this weekend, Kicking off Thursday the 25th, that's in two days, and then ending on the 27th, the Saturday with finals. So let's dive into girls, then we'll get to boys as win lose that. We share accomplishments, everything that these awesome athletes, coaches, programs are accomplishing. The class 1A state finals, like I said, was Saturday, May 20th, this past weekend. We'll start with 1A. 2A, 3A, all on Saturday. If you've never been to the state meet at Eastern Illinois University in Charleston, it is towards the top events that I've ever covered in my life. And I've been to a lot of things. I've done a lot of awesome, cool stories about events, games that I've been to. And state track for boys and girls is towards the top. I don't know if it's got that one spot, but it's totally, totally top three. In the team standings, we had quite a bit. Three in the top 10, six in the top 20. That's incredible. Winnebago, not a team that we follow here on Edge of Your Seat Podcast, won the team state championship with a score of 50. Two points behind was Seneca taking a second place trophy with 48 points. Whew, just two points behind Winnebago. Man, when I saw that, I got super happy. Seneca has an amazing track program. And there's continuously kids in that program that are just doing their thing every year. Every year. Let's get to state. Let's medal. Let's do what we do. This was the first track state team title Seneca's ever had. Well-deserved. Congratulations. Henry Sinanchuan was fifth with 36 points. Newark was seventh with 29 St. Bede with 18 points took 16th. El Paso Gridley was an 18th with 15 points. Anwan Weathersfield tied for 20th with 13 points. Burrow Valley scored six points to tie for 40th. And Byron's two points was tied for 63rd. Let's break down Class 1A and all the medalists. The top nine finishers of each individual event take home a medal. Wheelchair 100 meters. Taken second was Kiwani Sr. McKenna Pede with a 39-39. In the 100, taken fifth, Newark Jr. Kiara Wessa with a 12-63. Right behind her, finishing sixth in 12.67 seconds, was Henry Snanchuan freshman Daniela Bumber. Don't worry, we're not done saying her name, including right now, because Daniela was fourth in the 200, with a 25:35, Finishing ninth in the 200, also meddling, was El Paso Gridley sophomore, Aubrey Phillips, who had a 26-76 finish. In the 200 wheelchair, McKenna Pede, the Kiwani Sr., takes home another silver medal, 2nd place, with a 1 minute 31.02 second time. Congratulations to McKenna. I have seen her in action. She gets moving, It's awesome that this is how she wrapped up her senior year. Did I say Daniela Bumber before? Well, here we go again as she adds to her medal count. So she finishes sixth in the 100, fourth in the 200, and she takes second in the 400 with a 57-63. Whew! That's awesome for the freshman from Henry Sinanchoan. In the 800, we had three medalists. Taking 6th was Kennedy Anderson, a junior from Anwan wethersfield who had a time of 2 minutes, 19.14 seconds. Right behind her in 7th, Evelyn O'Connor, sophomore from Seneca, 2 minutes, 19.68 seconds. And then taking 8th with a time of 2 minutes, 19.75 seconds was Skylar Palmgren, sophomore from Byron. We get to say Kennedy Anderson's name 2 more times. In the 1600, the junior took 7th with 5 minutes, 11.05 seconds. In the 3200, she took 4th with a time of 10 minutes, 57.73 seconds. Kennedy Anderson adding to her medal total as she had won a couple last year as well. In the 100 hurdles, here's another name we've already said. Kira Wessa, the Newark junior, took 4th with a time of 15.12. She medals in the 100 hurdles. Why not the 300 hurdles? Kira Wessa took third with a 45-25 second finish. Taking sixth was St. Bede freshman Lily Bosnich with a 47.65. We're gonna say two schools kind of on repeat here in the relays. Seneca, St. Bede, El Paso Gridley all medaled in relays. In the 400 relay, Seneca was third. 49.67 seconds behind the team of senior Caitlin O'Boyle, junior Tegan Johnson, senior Anna Bruno. You'll hear her name a lot. Actually, all these names. Freshman Lila Coleman. St. Bede was sixth in the 400 relay with a 50.72 second run. Junior Sierra Shaver, senior Anna Lopez, freshman Emerald Della and freshman Lily Bosnich. The 800 relay Saw Seneca and St. Bede again. Seneca took second with a finish of 1 minute, 44.21 seconds. Senior Caitlin O'Boyle, sophomore Clara Bruno, senior Anna Bruno, and freshman Lila Coleman. St. Bede finished seventh with a time of 1 minute, 48.72 seconds. Behind senior Anna Lopez, junior Sierra Shaver, freshman Emerald Delatore, and freshman Lily Bosnich. The 1,600 relay, Sol Estate champ, Seneca, with a time of 4 minutes, 2.53 seconds. Clara Bruno, the sophomore. Leela Coleman, the freshman. Evelyn O'Connor, the sophomore. And Anna Bruno, the senior. The 3,200 relay, El Paso Gridley took fourth with a 9-minute, 5-second flat. Freshman, Carolyn Wheatson, Freshman, Piper Zimmerman. Freshman. Sophie Hinthorne, and sophomore Neely Milik Seneca medaled once again in the relays. That means they got some kind of gold in each one, actually. They won the 1600, finished second in the 800, third in the 400, and in the 3200 relay, they took fifth with a nine-minute, 51.35-second run behind Clara Bruno, junior Gracie Steffes, senior Ashley Olsvig, and Evelyn O'Connor. In the field events, the shot put, Lanny Lester from Henry Sinanchuan took second, as she threw 39 feet, three inches. But she outdid herself in the discus as she won a state championship. The senior from Henry Sinanchuan threw 130 feet, 130 feet for a state title. So she takes the title in discus and finishes second in shot put. Talking about getting the job done. McKenna Pede already said congratulations to her, but let's do it again. Because in the shot put, she took third. And in the discus, the wheelchair events, she took third as well. In the shot, she threw seven feet, eight inches. And in the discus, 19 feet, seven inches. Congratulations once again. I already said, here's a name we've said before. Why don't we say this again? Because this time, Kiara Wessa, the junior from Newark, won a state championship in the high jump, five feet four inches. Woof! Kiara Wessa racking up the medals too. Taking second was Aubrey Phillips, sophomore from EPG, with a five foot four inches as well. Just took her a leap or two more than Kiara. Taking fourth was Burrow Valley senior Jillian Holsing, who leaped five foot. High jumpers get all the props in the world from me because no way I couldn't jump even in my prime. Nope, never. Pull vault, three medalist. Reagan Gibson, Indian Creek Jr., took fourth, 12 feet. With an 11 foot vault, Tegan Johnson, Seneca Jr., was fifth. And taking ninth was Newark sophomore Tess Carlson with a vault of 10 feet 5 inches. We're not getting our voice loud and hyped up for a state champ because we have another state champ right here in the long jump. Anna Bruno, the Seneca senior, 18 feet, best in class 1A in the entire state. Triple jump, Anna Lopez, the St. Bede senior, finished third with 36 feet, 2 inches. Whew! talk about a ton of medals, very well deserved. Hear a word from a sponsor, First State Bank, and we'll be back with Class 2A and 3A state finals. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account? Pay off a high interest credit card? Or take that vacation you have always wanted? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or a PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online too. Check out FSB Premier's account that pays higher interest for doing just a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quill loan with a new or existing checking account. First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. Girls, state track meet class 2A state finals. Team standings, Kankakee won the title with a 66. Eight points behind them. Finishing second, Geneseo. Taking the big trophy, not the biggest trophy, but the second place trophy is pretty solid. Taking fifth was sandwich with 35 points. Sterling tied for 31st with 8. Dixon tied for 42nd with Princeton with 5 points each. Genoa Kingston was tied for 50th with 4 points. Morris with 1 point was tied for 62nd. And tied for 65th was Caneland with a half a point. Individual medalists. Here we go. We got a few in 2A. In the 400, finishing 6th was Genoa Kingston senior Ellie Logsdon with a 57.82 second run. Taking eighth in the 800 was Hannah Stanmaier, Dixon Sr. two minutes, 20.02 seconds. Sandwich freshman, Sundra Weber took third in the 1600 with a five minute, 2.91 second run. Here's a name you're gonna hear a lot. Geneseo Sr. Annie Wirth took the fourth place medal in the 300 hurdles with a 45.02 second run. In the 400 relay, Geneseo. You're going to hear Geneseo in the relays three times. The 400, the 800, and the 1600 relay. Geneseo took fifth in the 400, seventh in the 800, and third in the 1600. All seniors. 400 relay was Addison Pishke, Taylor and Sierra Kruger, and Phoebe Shoemaker. In the 800... Addison Pishke, Alexa Jolly, Taylor, and Sierra Kruger. In the 1600, Pishke, Taylor Kruger, Annie Worth, and Phoebe Shoemaker. The 3200, the area still got a medal. This time, Dixon as they took 7th with a time of 9 minutes, 47.92 seconds. Behind freshman Kate Boss, senior Hannah Steinmeier, Kate Nipple, Daniela Lovett. In the shot put, state champion Claire Allen sandwich senior threw a 42-foot, 9-inch shot put. Oh, but she did it again in the discus. Two-time state champ in the same state meet. 138 feet, 7 inches. Claire Allen dominant her senior year in the throws. Also meddling in the throws, and she was pretty dominant as well. Taking second in the shot was Geneseo Junior, Olivia Marshall, 40 feet, nine inches, and third in the discus, 126 feet, two inches. Also in the discus, Princeton Junior, Morgan Foes took fifth, 114 feet, seven inches. Those girls can throw. In the high jump, I told you you would hear this name, Annie Worth, not just the high jump, But the long jump as well, she won both state championships in the high jump and long jump. In the high jump, the senior jumped 5 feet 5 inches and in the long jump, 18 feet 5 inches. What a senior year for these girls. Two state titles. Man, I never won one on a team as an individual. Nothing. They're getting it done in one day. Obviously, there's a whole season in a sectional in the prelims at the state meet. But that day at finals, you could have a horrible run, a horrible jump, and it's over. All that work you did, gone. Not for these girls. They're taking home state titles and tons of medals. Also taking medals, pole vault, taking eighth. Geneseo Jr., Jana Shoemaker, 11 feet, 2 inches. Tied for ninth in the pole vault was Jessica Phillip, Camelin Sr., 10 foot, 7 inches. In the triple jump, taking second was Sterling Sr. Ellis Sotelo, 37 feet, 3 inches. 2A brought some medals. So did 3A. 3A state finals, which we have DeKalb and Yorkville, and they finished pretty high in the team standings. Huntley won the state title with 62.5 points. DeKalb tied for 12th with 16 points, and Yorkville with 11 points tied for 23rd. In the 800, DeKalb Jr., Karima Gonzalez had 2 minutes, 17.88 seconds for 8th place. The 3,200 relay from Yorkville also took 8th place, 9 minutes, 27.6 seconds, behind senior Alexandra Stewart, junior Allegra Triner, sophomore Sophia Keeler, and senior Katie Metzer. In the shot put, also an 8th place finish, Courtney Clairball. Yorkville sophomore, 40 feet, 2 inches. In the high jump, taking third was DeKalb freshman, Sydney Miles, 5 feet, 4 inches. In the pole vault, had a second place finish, DeKalb junior, Jocelyn Dykman, 12 feet, 4 inches. Taking third in the pole vault, Mia Bull, Yorkville senior, 12 feet even. Congrats to all, every single medalist, competitor at the state meet, and for crazy awesome seasons. It's been amazing, fantastic. Just to see what everybody's doing, watch what they've been doing. Man, <laughs> I love State Track and just the environment and watching these girls succeed. It's amazing, absolutely fantastic. Win, lose, that spring season, postseason edition is brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to be in community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff and general manager Ski Hartman and his associate Jason Hintz pride themselves in being here for you. They don't wanna sell you one vehicle. They wanna form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five years old and has been with Mendota Ford for the last three years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 in car sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family, Ski and Jason. will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.MendotaFord.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. Once again, congrats to the girls, state medalists, state champions, two second places in the team... Results, second and 1A for Seneca, second and 2A from Geneseo. Congrats, that takes work and effort from a lot of people. Let's move on to the boys track postseason as sectionals were this past weekend. They took place Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, depending where you were at. The class 1A El Paso Gridley sectional, Eureka took the championship with a 165. EPG was second with a 109. Tied for eighth with St. Bede with 16 points. Fieldcrest was 11th with 12 points. Putnam County tied for 13th with 10 points. And Hall was 16th with six. In the 100, El Paso Gridley sophomore, Dante Golden was second with an 11.65. In the 1600, we had two advancers. Sam Buschert, El Paso Gridley Sr., Won it with a four minute, 33.98 second time. And finishing third was Caleb Krischel, a Fieldcrest sophomore, four minutes, 38.75 seconds. One and two automatically advance to state. Third and on is qualifying times. IHSA sets a bar. If you are faster than this, you get into state. Well, Caleb did it. Finishing third with a great time. Four minutes, 38.75 seconds. I couldn't run the mile in that on my best day. Not even in my sleep, I don't think. 3,200, Dean Witzig, El Paso Gridley Jr., won the event with a 9-minute 51.76 run. Taking second in the 300 hurdles was Grayson Morinchik, sophomore from St. Bede, with a 43.81. In the relays, El Paso Gridley advanced the team to state in each of them. In the 400 they took second, 800 they took second, 1600 took second, oh and surprisingly, in the 3200 they also took second. In the 400, time of 44.48 behind senior Hank Allen, junior Cameron Shoemaker, senior Dax Gentis, and sophomore Dante Golden. In the 800 relay, one minute 32.81 seconds, junior Landon Doman, senior Hank Allen, junior, Cameron Shoemaker, and sophomore Dante Golden. The 1,600 was finished in 3 minutes, 32.73 seconds by El Paso Gridley. Sophomore Zane Witzig, junior Landon Doman, junior Caleb Graham, and senior Dax Gentis. 3,200 finished in 8 minutes, 44.47 seconds. Sophomore Isaac Prezelis, junior Cole Rigsby, senior Sam Bushert, and junior Caleb Graham. In the pole vault, sectional champ, Marcus Gasper, El Paso Gridley sophomore, 13 feet, 6 inches. Taking second in the pole vault, also advancing to state, with St. Bede senior Tom McCransky, 11 feet, 6 inches. Winning the long jump, we've heard this name a couple times, El Paso Gridley sophomore Dante Golden wins it, sectional titleist, the champ, 20 feet, 9 inches. Moving on to the Class 1A, Anna Juan Wethersfield sectional, Taking third was Anouan Weathersfield with a 56, and taking 15th was Henry Sananchuan with six points. In the 100, Anwan Weathersfield sophomore Zeblon Rashid had an 11 17 to win the sectional championship. In the 3200, taking second was Anawan Weathersfield sophomore Carson Shrum, 10 minutes 18.14 seconds. In the 300 hurdles, also taking second, Enrique. A Serino, a senior from Anwan Weathersfield, 43.22 seconds. And the high jump with a leap of 6 foot, Matthew Setney, Anwan Weathersfield senior, was 4th. The Class 1A Oregon sectional. Winnebago won it with a 120. Byron was 3rd with an 85. Oregon was 6th with 50. Hinckley Big Rock scored 28 points for 9th. Indian Creek tallied 14 points for 12th. In the 200, Aiden Gouda, sophomore from Oregon, was second, 23.28 seconds. In the 400, we add two advancers, taking second and third. Second was Hayden Schwartz, senior from Byron, 51.64 seconds. Point zero three, seconds behind Schwartz, was Jake Juno, a senior from Hinckley Big Rock, 51.67 seconds for third. The 1600, also a third place finish, Byron freshman Tim Starwalt, 4 minutes, 33.88 seconds. 1,600 relay saw Byron advance with 3 minutes, 33.06 seconds. Sophomore Dylan Springer, sophomore Liam Connell, junior Carson Conderman, and senior Hayden Schwartz. In the shot put, we had a sectional champion, Jacob Kahn, senior from Dixon, 47 feet, 6 inches. In the discus, Ben Parneau, Indian Creek Jr. was second, 128 feet, 3 inches. In the high jump, another sectional titleist, Byron Jr. Carson Booser, 5 feet, 9 inches. Tied for second was Hinckley Big Rock freshman Alex Cassaneus, 5 feet, 7 inches. Getting tons of kids to the state, and we don't stop there. Class won a sectional in Seneca. Chicago Christian won it with a 91, Four points behind them, Seneca scored 87 points to take 2nd place. Tied for 5th was Newark, 42. 11th was Marquette with 20th. 9 points gave Samanick 13th place in a tie. Tied for 16th place was Yorkville Christian with 2. In the 400, winning a sectional title, Seneca Sr. Chris Pointer, 52.77 seconds. Taking 2nd was Zach Carlson, Sr. from Newark. 53.06 53.06 seconds. In the 800, winning a sectional title, Logan Pesacarnis, junior from Newark, two minutes, 6.04 seconds. In the 3200, taking second, Salmonach freshman Landon Stilwell, 10 minutes, 23.9 seconds. 400 relay, Seneca advances, taking fourth with a time of 44.63 seconds. Senior, David Bergeson. Sophomore, Ryan Flynn. Junior, Sam Churchill, and freshman, Matt Stock. Shot put, saw Alex Bogner Kidwell, junior from Seneca, take second. 45 feet, one inch. In the high jump, we had two state advancers. Seneca junior, Nathan Grant, won the sectional title at six feet. And then taking a few more attempts to get the high jump at six foot, taking second was Zach Carlson, Newark senior. In the pole vault, Sam Churchill, Jr. from Seneca, wins a sectional title, 12 feet 6 inches. In the long jump, two advancers, Colin Wright, Seneca Sr., won the title with a 21 foot, 3 inch jump. And coming in second was Caden Eller, Marquette Sr., at 20 feet 8 inches. At the Class 1A Burrow Valley sectional, Low Point Washburn won it with a 75. Taking 7th was Burrow Valley, 36.75 points. Newman, following the .75 look, 23.75 points for 10th place. And Amboy, also doing the .75, had 15.75 points for 13th. always thought that was weird, the .25, .75, but it's timeshares, pretty much. In the 400, Elijah House from Burrow Valley won a sectional title, 51.46 seconds. He's also going to stay in the 800 as the Borough Valley Senior finished in 2 minutes, 0.45 seconds to take second place. In the 1600, Lucas Schwab ran the mile in 4 minutes, 36.98 seconds for second place. He is a junior from Newman. In the 1600 relay, Amboy Lamoille, its lone state qualifier, took 6th behind. Joel Billhorn, he's a sophomore. Senior Zane Murphy, sophomore Caleb Jonas, and senior Kyler McNich as they finished in a three minute thirty two point seven three second time. Newman was eighth, three minutes thirty four point six seconds behind sophomore Wyatt Weedoff, senior Kenny Bozen, sophomore Brady Williamson, and junior Lucas Simpson. Burl Valley was 9th with a time of three minute thirty four point six eight seconds senior Dylan Macklin, senior Benjamin Roth, freshman Adrian Gallardo, senior Elijah House. So Amboy takes 6th, Newman takes 8th, Burrow Valley takes ninth, and they all advance. That means their times were fast. In the 3200 relay, taking 2nd was Newman and 3rd was Burrow Valley. Newman had a time of 8 minutes, 26.4 seconds behind sophomore Wyatt Weedoff, senior Kenny Bosan, junior Lucas Schwab, and junior Lucas Simpson. For the Storm of Barrel Valley, freshman Adrian Glorado, senior Benjamin Roth, freshman Maddox Moore, and senior Elijah House finished in 8 minutes, 27.5 seconds to take third. In Class 3A, the DeKalb sectional. DeKalb won it with a 69. In advance 7 to the state meet in the 1600. Riley Newport, DeKalb senior, 4 minutes, 16.93 seconds, was good enough to win the sectional title. Taking second was Jacob Barraza, sophomore from DeKalb, four minutes, 19.78 seconds. The DeKalb relays 400, 800, and 16 all advance. The 400 was third with a 42.72. Behind sophomore Jahari Wilson, senior LeBrien Carrington, senior Marquan Howard, and senior Ethan Tierney. The 800 relay was third with a one minute, 30.19 second run senior Ethan Tierney, sophomore Jahari Wilson, senior LeBrien Carrington, and freshman Braylon Anderson. In the 1600, DeKalb won the sectional title, three minutes, 25.29 seconds, sophomore Jacob Raza, senior Ethan Tierney, senior Riley Newport, and senior LeBrian Carrington. In the pole vault, DeKalb senior Andrew Tamanero won it with 14 feet, 8 inches. The long jump Ethan McCarter, a senior from DeKalb, 21 feet, 4 inches, took second place. In the Class 3A Minooka sectional, Plainfield South had 86. Yorkville was fourth to trail the leader, Plainfield South, with 55.5 points. In the 400, Josh Pugh from Yorkville, the senior. He was third, 48.57 seconds. The 800, Owen Harimi took second as the freshman, 1 minute, 57.21. He, of course, is from Yorkville. So in the 1600, senior Ben Whaley, 4 minutes, 26.6 seconds, took fifth. In the 1600 relay, Yorkville relay, 3 minutes, 22.31 seconds behind senior Bryson Clements, freshman Owen Harini, senior Paul Emmert, and senior Josh Pugh. In the shot put, taken second was Dominique Vescalis Benson. The Yorkville junior had a throw of 51 feet, five inches. He took first in the discus for a sectional title, 144 feet, eight inches. And in the high jump, another sectional chant for Yorkville as sophomore Taylor Clements, six feet, two inches. Congrats to all of these state qualifiers in boys track doing your thing as always. Believe it or not, sunny, beautiful weather is here. This means you'll want your lawn looking just as good as the sun rays feel. Artiaga Tree Service and Landscaping is the definition of lawn beautification. The company offers tree removal, lawn care, stump grinding, and spring and fall cleanup to residential and commercial customers. Artiaga Tree Service and Landscaping is fully insured and offers a senior citizen discount. Call 815 878 7504 for a free estimate from Arteaga Tree Service and Landscaping. I don't know about you, but after I'm working on the yard or even watching someone else do the yard work, the outdoor manicuring, I know I get hungry. Coming soon to Little Joe's Gaming Cafe is a kitchen serving a variety of good eats. Go to Little Joe's located at 713 Illinois Ave in Mendota or call 815-538-4900 for more information. Moving on to keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling on with some movies. Talk about them real quick. I know you want to get to the interviews. They're great. But some of the movies that we watched, I kind of jump around and I watch everything, including a Christmas movie in the spring. I watched Jingle Jangle, had Forest Whitaker. It was a different kind of movie for me. It was interesting. Christmassy, it was heartfelt. You had a villain, you had somebody steal a life changing financial investment (laughs) or a creation. I'm trying to talk about these without giving away the movie because I doubt a lot of you have seen Jingle Jangle. However, I'm trying to give it to you enough where you'll go check it out because I think it's worth a view or two, just maybe maybe just one, just one, but check it out. Jingle Jangle, it's a Christmas movie. So you might want to wait a couple months or so. Uncharted, I've played all the games On PlayStation, I have beaten them all. Love the games, and I love the movie. Cass was awesome. Mark Wahlberg, Tom Holland. Do you really have to say anything more? The Minions Rise of Gru. I love animated movies, and I love the Minions. Gru is a great villain, good guy. I love it. Great movie. I'd watch again and again and again and again. Four, I watched this yesterday. Today being... May 23rd, I watched Air, the movie about Nike trying to get Michael Jordan a contract so he would endorse their shoe, which saved their company, which propelled Michael Jordan all over the globe. Yeah, he was a great basketball player. Yeah, he had other endorsements. But yeah, he is still living through the money off of Nike's Air Jordan line. And he always will because it's always going to be around because we're always going to be buying it. I have two pairs right now. The Jordan brand is alive and well. 40 years later, they signed the contract in 1984. So 39 years. Yeah, that's saying something, that doesn't happen ever. Check out the movie, great movie. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck are looking old, still know how to act, it doesn't go away with age. And they did a great job in this movie. The last days of American crime. I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember the movie. I did watch it, I wrote it down, and that's how meaningless it was for me because I don't really remember the movie at all. And I think I watched it twice because I didn't remember it the first time, so I watched it again, same result. Forrest Gump, the legend of legends when it comes to movies. Tom Hanks is my favorite actor of all time. Forrest Gump, great, great movie. It is a history lesson. It's a relationship lesson. It's a drug and alcohol lesson. It is a storytelling lesson. It is a lesson of all lessons in a movie. I love it. Hangover. I really like to just talk about one movie at a time, but one, two, and three, you can all put them together. One is better than two and two is better than three, but it is a running story that if you watch the first one, you can pick up the second one and it's the same. Third one's the same. Of course, the little parts, the little details are different, but the summary of the movie is the same. There is a reason, usually a wedding, that everybody comes together. Then there is drugs involved and they forget what they're doing or what they did. And then the next day, which is most of the movie, is trying to figure out what happened and changing things and getting things back and finding people's gold that you stole. And, you know, yeah, it's the same. Great movies, fun to watch. One better than two, two better than three. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, going back and watching them, I've read all the books, I've watched all the movies, but going back and watching them, it's creative. It kind of sparks my imagination and things that I'm trying to create because JK Rowling did an amazing job of creating her own world, these characters that have stuck around forever and will never go away. Harry Potter is legend and will forever be legend. The next movie I watched was Mortal Kombat, the 2021 edition. I loved it. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and liked the storyline that they were going with, and they didn't release all the legendary guys that we know. Johnny Cage was not in the movie. He will be in the next one, which I know there's a next one coming, but they did a good job of you know, making it Mortal Kombat, but making it a different movie, a different identity than the rest. The last one we'll talk about today, New Jack City. Wesley Snipes as a gangster in the 80s. When I was a kid, I loved it. I don't know why I always loved gangster mob movies. I always have. And going back and watching this, I still like it, but I don't look at it as like, oh man, New Jack City, that's an awesome movie. It's cool, and I'll probably watch it again some point down the line, but way down the line. Just... Wesley Snipes just isn't a great gangster to me after watching some of the other gangster movies and how they acted and how they moved and how they went about their business. Just not on the same level. But at that time, and when I watched it as a kid, here we go with that word again, legendary. Surf internets, fast fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Unlike other local providers, we're proud to provide transparent all-in pricing that includes equipment fees and taxes. With speed packages starting at $35 a month, you'll get a free modem, free expert installation, and free whole-home Wi-Fi on most plans. Plus, no contracts. No data caps at a price that's locked in for life. Go to surfinternet.com to learn more or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844 844- 955 surf limited time offer restrictions apply. Well, that's a wrap for this intro. We got girls state track, boys sectional track as they go to state in 2 days starting on Thursday. Congrats to everybody that won state medals for girls that have the possibility to win state medals for boys. It's a huge feat, takes a lot of work, competitive drive hours and hours of practice and bettering your body and the techniques track is not easy I know people just think hey you run hey you jump there's a lot to it I see it in action and obviously these kids know what they're doing to be doing what they're doing we will be back real soon real soon as we have I have Broadcast on WLPO 103.9 with St. Bede Softball today at the Class 1A St. Bede Sectional. They're in a semifinal against number three, Allwood. The Bruins, the Lady Bruins, being the top seed. Thursday is Hall Baseball Sectional Semifinal as they are in the Class 2A Knoxville Sectional. They're playing a sectional semifinal Thursday. I'll be there covering that. And then if St. Bede wins today, I'll be broadcasting the St. Bede Sectional Championship. Keeping busy, moving around. That's what we do here at Edge of Your Seat Podcast. I stay on the edge of my seat, moving around, getting things done. Being as multicultural, multi-athletic, multi-sports, multi-everything as possible. To share that with you, you got some entertainment, listening in the podcast vibes. Because, got to keep you on the edge of your seat. Until next time, peace. I've been anticipating either a text message, an email, a tweet, uh, something of who was going to become the next LaSalle, Peru, boys basketball coach. We found out. John Seneca, it was released, I believe yesterday, maybe the day before. That John Seneca was taking over the LaSalle Prue Boys basketball program. So you know we had to get him on Edge of Your Seat podcast. John, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Great. Thank you.
0: How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic. I'm really excited to speak with you. Once Jim Trevaney announced that he was stepping down I've been paying attention to everything, everybody that I get my news from, and I'm a news guy, so I'm like, who's it going to be, who's it going to be? Found out it was you. I was excited because I know you've been around the program. I know you yourself are a Cavalier, so I was happy that, you know, you were named the coach.
1: Blessed enough and fortunate enough that I could even apply for it, and, you know, like I said, I, I'm blessed and fortunate enough that I, that I got the job.
0: What was it about this job that made you want to apply for it?
1: Well, you know what? I I played there. Um, I I love basketball, first of all. I just love basketball. I love coaching it. I love playing it. I still try to play it a little bit, but it doesn't usually work out the next day because of my age. But, uh, you know, I just I I love the program and I I, want to see the program continue on and succeed. And I just really thought I could maybe make a difference
0: and, and continue that tradition. Definitely. Are you linked to LaSalle, Peru, without being the boys' basketball coach? In other words, are you a teacher or staff at LP? I am not. I'm not a teacher. I'm not linked whatsoever. You know,
1: I've been coaching there for a while. Um, I did coach with the girls' program under Hollis Vickery uh, as an assistant to him. And after that, I ended up changing over here to the boys, you know, for the last three years. So I, I, you know... To answer your question, no, I have nothing, you know, I, I don't work on, I'm not a staff member there, I'm not a teacher there, I don't,
0: I don't do anything there, no. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You said you were with the boys for the last three years, were you an assistant for Jim Trevaney? Yes, sir. So now, is this your first head coaching position?
1: On the varsity level, yes. I've coached on the grade school level, I was, I've been a head coach for I don't know how many years, probably... Oh, God, 13, uh, 14 years maybe I was a head coach. And then I moved up into the varsity level with the girls helping helping house for, I don't know how many years, maybe seven or so, somewhere in there. I can't keep track of all the years because they all run together. And then, like I say, then I jumped over to uh, the varsity boys there with uh, Coach Cervani and John Riva.
0: So I'm guessing the excitement level for you taking this job is pretty high.
1: It is. Never thought I would ever get the opportunity. Um, I never dreamed I would be able to do it. I remember playing. Actually, I remember before playing, being a kid and just, you know, going to some of the games and always saying, man, I really want to be a Cavalier. I really want to walk on this floor. I really want to be playing in front of the crowds. And it's just, you know, the feeling you get when you walk out there and you got a, a crowd and they're cheering. And it's just it's, it's just an unbelievable atmosphere. I think some of that has gone away with the COVID And I really, really want to get that back. I really want to get that back so these kids can, you know, actually witness what I did when I was playing back in the day. So I'm pumped. I'm really super pumped. A lot of these kids I coached coming up through grade school, so I got a great connection with them. I'm really looking forward to coaching them again as a head coach and seeing what I can do with them. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm just excited to be in the program, just able to see what I can do. You know, I'd like to see like the old days, like when it was standing room only. When I was playing, it was standing room only, and I'd like to see those days again. Again, just so these kids could maybe witness
0: some of that and and talk about it like as I'm talking the rest of their lives. Best chance of that is against Ottawa, and you already know that. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say Ottawa or St. Beat. Two local community
1: schools, uh, you know, going at it. The atmosphere that brings, you know, I, I think you could see a packed gym. I'd love to see a packed gym. And Ottawa, yeah, that's that's a rivalry there that, uh, you know, it's always a great rivalry. That's all I can say. And it's always usually a good showing on the community part. That's for sure.
0: There are a lot of fun to watch and cover. I've been to many of those games, including this year. I think I was at the second one. I was in Ottawa. Close game, back and forth, and then Ottawa just pulled out in the end there. But uh, always a great game. Always, always a great game. The atmosphere, and the, you know, when you have the, the super fans and all that.
1: It's just the atmosphere for a high school basketball game, that's, that's what you're looking for.
0: That's exactly what you're looking
1: for, and that's what the kids are looking for.
0: Definitely. Totally agree. What kind of coach are you? If you had to sit back and say, hey, I'm a player's coach, or I'm this with X's and O's, or this, this, or this, what kind of coach would you say you are?
1: That's a very good question. Um, I'm not really sure how to answer that. I, I think I'm a little bit of everything. I think I'm kind of a little bit hard-nosed. You know, as far as the X's and O's go, I, I think I can hold my own. I'm pretty big on discipline. You know, I would kind of say I, I do get along with the kids very well. Um, they respect me very well to the point where, you know, I'll bring that discipline in. At some point, though, you got to draw the line. There's got to be disciplined so you can only be their friends. Uh, I guess I'll say you can only be their friends to a certain level, and then
0: coach has to step in. On the staff of Jim Trevaney over the last three years, were there some things that you picked up from him?
1: I've learned so much uh, from Jim Hollis, you know, and even when I was a head coach, just for my assistants. I'm going to be honest, which I have the idea of, I will never know everything. I, mean, I will take any kind of constructive criticism. I will take any kind of input. And, you know, that's the kind of coach I am. I, I do not claim to know everything. When somebody says they think they know everything, that's when you know it's over, so... I did pick up you know a lot of stuff from Jim, I picked up a lot of stuff from, from Hollis, I picked up a lot of stuff through a lot of coaches throughout the years, even opposing coaches, um, so it's just a, a continuous revolving learning door for me.
0: And I keep going back to Trevaney, but yeah, you were on Hollis's staff, and Hollis was a great coach himself, I covered a lot of his games, and when he stepped away, I was like, man, they're losing a great coach, and kind of the same thing with Trevaney, now you get to step into one of those roles. I mean, do you feel the pressure of becoming a varsity head coach? I do. You know, for LaSalle Prue High School, it's a big school. You know, there's a, the community expects
1: a lot. And I really want to make sure that we, we deliver. And I do have some pressure there to where I want to make sure these kids do what they can do to their best potential, what, what I know they can do. And I want them to have fun. I think every job has its pressure. And I think that uh, this one here, I don't want to say it's a lot, a lot of pressure, but I think I put more pressure on myself that I want to make sure that this program succeeds along with the kids to succeed, not only, uh, you know, as, a, as an athlete, but also as a student-athlete.
0: But from the sounds of it, I mean, you put in the time, you have the experience as a player, as a coach, you know, many years in the sport of basketball. So it's kind of just like, hey, I'm going to take the spot and, you know, let that my resume kind of speak for itself and do what it does on the court. I
1: really don't know what to expect, um, it is, uh, is going to be a little different for me. All I can hope for is that you know I can do my best and uh, the kids in the program and the coaching staff that we'll have in place will uh, you know
0: succeed. All I can do is give my 100% and uh, see what happens. And I don't know if you realize this yet or not, but if you keep the same officials that Jim Trevaney had scheduled, you're going to see me really quick in Summer League Basketball.
1: (laughs) We are. In fact, when I was looking at the schedule, I seen you were on there, so I hope you know you are still doing it. (laughs)
0: Perfect. Well, if I didn't know before, then I definitely do know. I still got you on the schedule.
1: Yep, perfect. Yeah, that schedule's still good. So you're golden. I did see you on there, sir.
0: Perfect. You're like, oh, man, this guy's a podcast host. Andy's going to officiate my games. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. No, hey, that's fine. That's awesome. That's great. Got to stay involved as much as you can, because like you, I played basketball and getting older as well. So, you know, golf is awesome. I kind of went the golf route in terms of being athletic, but I'm always going to be a basketball guy, things like that. So to be an official, be in the game, uh, sharpen my rules, knowledge of the game. I was like, hey, this is a perfect opportunity. And it's awesome to be able to do that at LP as well yeah no that's awesome so are you sore after uh a game as well day or two to recover or are you in that good of shape one game no two games yeah we're pushing it three games i'm in all kinds of pain <laughs> 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 the last basketball assignments that i had was summer league uh Probably about a month ago, we're talking on May 10th, it was in April, I believe it was the very, very beginning of April, or the very end of March, and I did five games at the Streeter Armory, and it was Travel League, Uh, St. Bede was there, Marquette was there, Streeter was there, obviously, a couple other squads, and after those five games, yeah, I was in pain, lots of pain. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, but you're not that old either. I'm thirty-seven, so I'm 37. Not, not crazy old, but uh, I have sped up the process. Got into a car accident when I was eighteen, so I have metal in my ankle. I partially tore a knee. You know, I've I've done oh, work geez. to my body, so. Oh, geez. I'm so sorry to hear that, sir. Eh, you know, part athlete, part human. You know, things happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I totally understand. One thing I was going to tell you, you know, when you asked when I got the position or whatever, I, you know, I, I do want to say a thank you to uh, the LaSalle Proof program, Dr. Stephen Robleski, the school board, you know, the whole program overall for, you know, giving me the opportunity to um, actually step in and take this role over.
0: I'm sure they're going to be happy with their decision. Like I said, it sounds like your resume speaks for itself. you got that relationship with the kids. And I don't know if people understand how important that is. I know a lot of people think, hey, I could be a head coach and don't take the proper steps of being an assistant or being around a program or a school. So for you to have that experience as well, not just basketball, but the relationships, that is going to pay huge dividends. I agree. I agree with
1: you. And another thing, I know we're wrapping this up here, the community fans out there, I know COVID kind of put a damper on us, but I'm going to tell you what—it's um, going to be an exciting year. It's going to be fun to watch LaSalle Peru basketball, um, and I'm going to say on every level, and I'm going to say on the girls' program as well. So please, there's you know, if, if it's a Friday night or a Tuesday night, and you're bored and you're sitting at home, come on out and you know watch watch Los basketball. Get a couple hours of uh, entertainment. And get some popcorn and enjoy yourself. Because we want to start packing the gym again. We really want to start seeing people showing up and supporting LP because that's just going to you know, help these kids succeed even more. So it'd be great to see the community, which they are excellent at, at backing all the schools in the area, just go LP. That's all I can say. Let's go with, go with South Peru
0: Cavaliers. I like it because as you know, a sports guy myself, when you see more people there, when there's more interaction, it just makes the game that much better yes
1: yes i agree and it's gonna be exciting it's gonna be an exciting year and uh i can't stress that enough
0: well you know you're gonna see me whether it's as an official in the zebra or as a reporter or as a fan so you might see me in one of three roles every time that you see me but i'll be there and hopefully edge of your seat podcast listeners will come out and help you fill the gym Thank you, John Seneca, new head coach, LaSalle Prove Boys Basketball, for joining us on Edge of Your Sea Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Brandon LaChance, we are here in Anawan did the game with Mike Brown, but he handed his headphones over to St. Bede softball coach Sean Sons. What a game you guys just had.
2: Yeah, it, it, was, it was a good game. We had a lot of fun. Uh, the girls had a lot of fun. You know, it certainly helps getting up three runs in the first inning, and you, can, you know, you kind of settle in a little bit more, but uh, yeah, it was a good game.
0: Talk about the third inning for anyone. one Had the bases loaded. Had kind of on two occasions. They only had one out, and you guys held them off and did not let yeah, them score.
2: Y- you know what, that's... <laughs> Our girls have been doing that all year. You know, they've, they've gotten in some trouble. They never push the panic button. It's an even keel as far as emotions go, because they know they, they can either strike them out, you know, or, or throw them out. It, it's a testament to, to their intestinal fortitude that, yeah, we don't get shook. We can get out of this.
0: Reagan Stout had, you know, a couple walks, but other than those walks, she was kind of flawless. She yeah. was, was out of her zone in the beginning, it would be down, you know, three balls, and then all of a sudden it's a full count.
2: Yep, yep, yeah, you know, Coach Pishka and her, you know, they talk in between innings. They're real good at making adjustments. And, uh, again, th- there's no panic. It's just small adjustments a little bit at a time. And, you know, you got to hunt and peck a little bit to try to find the umpire's zone. And once, once they do that, you know, it's it's lights out.
0: Madeline Torrance came up huge for you defensively and offensively. Defensively, she had the full stretch <laughs> yeah. drive to catch Yeah, that was a
2: web gem. Absolutely, that was a web gem. Yeah, she was flashing the leather. And it was good to see her barrel up on that ball. She's been doing very well for us lately, putting the ball in play. And to see her go power mode, that that was awesome. That home run was a blast. Yes, it was. There was it was a no-doubter.
0: <laughs> as soon as it hit the bat, that yeah.
2: ball was gone. Yep, yep. It, you could see it. It just jumped right off the bat. I mean,
0: this team has had a year like this all year. You just kind of mentioned it a couple of times. I mean, this team seems like, you know, they're gelling even on another higher level coming into this post
2: yeah you know what <laughs> the beginning of this year you know you go in and you, you're ranked right away okay and this is a talented team but i like going in kind of under the radar and that's kind of where we've been all year you know and it doesn't affect them you know <laughs> rankings I don't, I don't buy into rankings because you got to play who you got to play just have to come and bring our a game and you know that it was evident today that's what they did. They They had a really really good practice yesterday. Uh, I wasn't there but the the assistant coaches they had a really good practice with them. I was out scouting another game in the event we won this game. Well we won this game so I'm glad I went and scouted.
0: So now it was a successful scout. Yes. Yes. So the 12 to nothing Regional championship. Now you move on to your own sectional. Yes. The St. Bede sectional start Tuesday. Is that the semifinal? Yes.
2: Yep. Starts Tuesday. Uh, you know, and that that's going to be huge. Uh, when uh, Mr. Armado told us we were going to be hosting sectional, uh, I thought, yeah, you know, we're going to have our home crowd there, and I want to tell everybody, Bruin Nation. Get out there, support your your Lady Bruins softball team because the more energy we have out there, the better it's gonna be. So yeah, we're really looking forward to that.
0: Awesome, LaShawn well, Sons from WOPL and Brandon LaShawns, congratulations on this regional championship. And, and
2: thank you guys for, for covering this. We, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you for coming out.
0: And if we come here to Aniwan, you know we're gonna be in at St. Beat. Absolutely, the fist bump right there. Okay, oh, the fist awesome, go. good job at the regional championship game st Bede a 12 nothing i'm gonna call a blowout against <laughs> anewon wethersfield i mean you guys were all over we're talking to madeline torrance second baseman who hit a mad massive i was trying to say monster and massive at the same time home run i mean we'll start offensively that was a blast to center field thank you so much for having me um really it was i was thinking first pitch strike what can i do with it and it was just in my head the moment was there with the team, the dugout was alive, and I just cranked it. <laughs> and it went far. And it was a two-run or three-run home run? Two. Two. So then, then at that point, I. did you have a 9-0 lead? 7-0. 7-0. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to remember what part of the game, because mm-hmm. then you guys just kept tacking. That was yeah. like the beginning of the flow, and then you guys didn't stop. Yeah, we were alive from pitch one all the way to the end of the game. So that's what we're here for striking early. Definitely. And then defensively, second base, you had a full stretch. You look like you're an Olympic swimmer. How <laughs> stretched out you were Thank to you. grab that ball. Thank you. Um, Honestly, I saw it off the bat, and I like didn't even think, I just went for it, so that's all it took. <laughs> that's all you had to do is just think, and then it just happens. So. Right. <laughs> Perfect. What does this regional championship mean to you guys?
2: Well, considering it was a 12-0 blowout, I mean, it just goes to show how uh, much energy we have and how much we really want to put for the postseason, and we want to make it state, Absolutely.